Hello, beautiful souls, and welcome or welcome back to the Thoughts That Manifest podcast. I'm Elle, and I am a mindset and manifestation coach who aims to inspire you to awaken your mind to the limitless potential that is within you. For today's episode, I am going to be sharing with you seven habits of those who manifest successfully. If you practice these habits, I can almost guarantee that you will see a huge shift in your manifestations and you will be attracting more than ever before. So let's jump into it. All right, tip number one, habit number one. They know they are worthy to receive and they are open to receiving. If you are wanting to manifest successfully, you need to be open to receiving your manifestation. And the way to be open to receiving is to work through any limiting beliefs that are telling you that you aren't worthy to receive. Saying things like, that'll never be me, or it's never going to happen for me, is holding you back from being open to receiving. If you send energetic signals out to the universe that say you aren't ready to receive, then the universe will respond accordingly. When you want to attract something into your life, you need to stop putting this manifestation above you. Because if you think about it, when we put things above us, we often doubt that we are worthy or capable of receiving that thing or person. Like for example, if I asked you right now, Do you think you can manifest a million dollars? What would your answer be? If the answer is no, it's probably because you have limiting beliefs, doubts, and fears because you don't feel like you are capable or worthy of accomplishing this. Let's say you have a love interest and you really want to attract this person into your life or maybe you have fears of losing a partner or you have these doubts that your love interest will like you back. Again, that's because you are putting that person above yourself rather than seeing them at the same level as you. It's time to let go of the pedestal that you put things and people on and remember that happiness comes from within and you are worthy. When you aren't relying on things outside of yourself to make you happy, that's when you start to meet them at the same eye level or above and therefore you attract with more ease. When these limiting beliefs and feelings of doubt come up, you want to look into those limiting beliefs you have and reframe them. I have a helpful podcast episode on this process, so check it out. It's all about reframing your limiting beliefs. Um, I'll try to link it in the show notes below to make it easy for you to go to that episode, but it's out there. All right, number two, they do things that help raise their vibration, not lower. As I always mention, when I talk about manifesting, we are energetic beings. Everything is energy. If we want to attract our manifestations to us, then we need to make sure that we are vibrating at the same frequency as what it is we are trying to manifest. And usually what we are manifesting is vibrating at a high frequency. So the key here is to make sure that we are doing things that keep our frequency at a high level. Something that is important to note is that emotions have a frequency. Emotions like fear, pain, sadness, guilt, anger, shame, jealousy, these are all low vibrational frequencies. High vibrational frequencies are emotions like love, peace, joy, acceptance, and the highest is enlightenment. 
So now you might be thinking, are you pushing toxic positivity? Because I know it sounds like that, but absolutely not. It's actually really important to feel those low vibrational emotions when they come up. Because if you don't, you end up storing that emotion within your body. And because it's stored within you, it's actually lowering your vibration. The key here is to allow yourself to feel the low vibrational emotions that come up because this will then allow you to release them. So if you need to cry, then cry. But then allow yourself to release the emotion after you feel it. Meditation can help with this, doing inner work to heal and release emotions that you may have stored from past traumas can be really beneficial too. But since we know now what emotions are actually higher frequencies like love, peace, and enlightenment, our goal is to aim to really feel those emotions and embody them. And doing things that help us feel those emotions will then help to raise our vibration. So what makes you feel joy? What makes you feel at peace? What makes you feel good? Do more of that. And we really need to start paying attention to who we are surrounding ourselves with and what we are consuming because this all affects our overall energy. It's going to be important to surround yourself with people who raise your vibration. Are you surrounding yourself with people who gossip, who talk down to you, who just have this overall draining energy about them? If that's the case, it may be important to distance yourself and set those boundaries because oftentimes we can easily absorb the energy of those that we surround ourselves with. And what content are you consuming? Are you consuming content that makes you feel good, makes you feel at peace, makes you feel enlightened? Or are you consuming content that is fear-based and lower vibrational? There's a reason that the media pushes fear-based content because fear-based content not only sells and gets people to want to consume more, but it also lowers the vibration of others, which makes it easier to control. Those in power know exactly what they are doing, but it's truly up to you if you want to let your energy to be lowered by their tactics. And I know a lot of people disagree with this statement, which is fine. We all have our perspectives and opinions, but moving away from consuming fear-based media and shifting to consuming high vibrational media has made a huge difference in my overall state of mind and my well-being. I just felt energetically more charged and I was able to feel more in control of my own life. Also, getting yourself out in nature is going to be extremely beneficial. Nature vibrates at such a high frequency and we absorb the energy that we surround ourselves with. So make it a point to go outside and get fresh air and get sunlight at least once a day. Even starting your day off by stepping outside barefoot if it's not too cold can be extremely grounding and a great way to raise your vibration. And keep in mind that the foods we consume are energy too. It all contributes to our frequency. So filling yourself with healthier foods is going to be beneficial because the uh, healthier the food, the higher the vibration. Number three, they embody the feeling of being the person who has their manifestation already. This tip is a game changer because all manifesting really is, is attracting who you are being, right? So... When you want to manifest successfully, you want to show up as if you are being the person who already has their manifestation. And this is by stepping into that energetic frequency. The easiest way to do this is by using emotions and feelings. Many often struggle with this because it's really hard to believe that what you want is going to be yours. When we don't have that proof, 
that we can have something, we oftentimes doubt it because there's so much unknown and uncertainty around it. Because as humans, we need that physical proof that it's going to be ours. Like if you're going to a store to buy bread, you don't often go to the store thinking, hmm, I wonder if I'll be able to buy the bread that I need. No, you usually just go to the store knowing that it's going to be there. So it is. Or, you know, you're at a restaurant and you order your favorite dinner and you know that your meal is going to get to you. It's just a matter of time. So you get all excited and you can just taste it in your mouth. And then boom, there it is. Now, what if you auditioned for an acting role and you get a call back and they tell you that you get the role and your income is doubling now that you got this call? Instantly, you are probably feeling excited and your mood just skyrockets. That's the kind of energy you need to be in even before you get that call. You need to be that person who already feels excited. Let's say, for example, you want to write a book. I bet you would be more determined to write that book if you knew for certain that you would become a best-selling author. But because we aren't told that beforehand, we often doubt it for ourselves. But what if while writing that book, you allow yourself to feel like it's a bestseller? You vision all of the people who will buy your book, read it, and love it. How does that feel? How does it feel to sell a million copies? Embody that energy, be in that energy, because fear and doubt is only keeping you from being open to receive that dream, that goal, that manifestation. Know that your success and manifestation is yours before it even happens and allow yourself to feel that energy. Number four, they visualize. Visualization is a game changer and it takes your manifesting to the next level. If you haven't tried visualization techniques, I definitely recommend it. One way I like to visualize is before bed. I often will just lay in bed and visualize myself with my manifestation and allow myself to feel how it feels to have it. I actually did this with my house, Um, my house that I just bought a year ago. I visualized myself walking through the home while feeling at peace, being able to have a home that made me feel inner peace and stability. I visualized myself having a family at that home. I visualized myself sitting in my office creating content that I loved. And I ended up getting my offer accepted when there were over 20 other offers on the same house. You can also visualize through meditation. And like I mentioned before, if for example, you were wanting to be a best-selling author, as you were writing that book, allow yourself to visualize finding out that you are a bestseller. Visualize yourself at a book signing surrounded by people who love your book. The power of visualization can create incredible shifts when it comes to manifesting. Number five, they detach from the outcome. This is a great habit to get into when it comes to manifesting because being attached to the outcome can actually push our manifestations away. So what do I mean by this? I don't mean that you need to forget about your manifestation completely, but You simply need to let go of how it's going to happen and when it's going to happen because that's the universe's job. You can even say out loud, okay, universe, I will have a new car and I trust in you to help me make this happen when the timing is right. This is similar to that restaurant example that I gave earlier. When you order your favorite meal and you know it's going to come to you when it's ready and the timing is right. 
you don't sit there worrying if you aren't going to get your meal. Usually we know at restaurants that when we order a meal, we get it when it's ready. You need to use this same mentality when it comes to manifesting. You let the universe know what you want and the universe will bring it to you in divine timing. Now, of course, you can't simply just sit there and expect it to get delivered without taking any inspired action because that's not how manifesting works. Sometimes it happens that way, but most of the time you need to take inspired action. But detaching yourself from the outcome means that you are no longer going to question where it is and you aren't going to let the delays and different outcomes affect the trust that you have that you will get it in divine timing. Because the truth is, what is meant for us will never pass us by. It's like faith over fear. You are no longer fearing the how and when, and you are having an immense amount of faith in your manifestations and the universe. Tip number six, they start their day off on a positive note. This has actually been a game changer, and I know I say that for a lot of these, but these all really have made such a difference for me. But when you are starting your day off on a positive note, you set the energy for the rest of your day, which is why I find it so beneficial to have a morning routine that makes you feel good. And I know it's so hard to do this, but instead of looking at your phone as soon as you wake up, why not try habits that raise your vibration? Like getting out of bed and doing some stretching, listening to high-frequency music, maybe some meditation, step outside and breathe in the fresh air, do some journaling, maybe have your favorite drink, maybe it's a good cup of coffee. Whatever grounds your energy and puts you in a positive headspace, this will help start your day on a positive note and will hopefully allow you to continue this energy as you go throughout your day. And it's okay if you lose that feel-good energy because chances are you will at some point because we aren't positive at all times and we don't feel good and high vibrational at all times. That's okay. We aren't meant to because we're humans who deal with emotions, but I have found that this definitely helps. Tip number seven, they are flexible. If you want to have success when it comes to manifesting, you need to be flexible. The truth is, sometimes our manifestations don't show up exactly how we visioned them in our minds, and that's because sometimes the universe has something better. Now, I know there are a lot of manifesting tips out there that say get super specific about your manifestations, but this can sometimes limit us and hold us back. It can sometimes distract us to the point where we are missing out on something better. Like, for example, let's say I got really specific about a manifestation and I was like, I will have a job as a marketing specialist for this specific brand and I will make $100,000. And then all of a sudden, I'm getting these email offers to interview for a position as a marketing specialist, but it's for a different company. Since that wasn't what I visioned, I end up ignoring it because I'm strongly set on my specific manifestation. But come to find out, that other company that I passed up on was going to hire me and pay me double plus allow me to make my own schedule. Now, of course, this didn't actually happen to me. It's just an example. Sometimes what we want isn't what we need and the universe always knows what we need. Being flexible with our manifestations can actually be really helpful. In fact, if you're into human design, we each are either specific or non-specific manifestors. I'm actually a non-specific manifester, which means that I am a better manifester when I'm not being super specific. 
if you want to see what you are, check out your chart at iusemyhumandesign.com. And when you pull it up, you will see two arrows at the top right. There's four arrows altogether, but at the top right, there's two. If the bottom right arrow is pointing to the right, then you are a non-specific manifester. So it benefits you from not being super specific. And if it's pointing to the left, then it will benefit you more to be more specific when it comes to manifesting. So check that out and see which method you would benefit from the most. All right, so I hope you found these seven habits helpful. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to screenshot and share on social media. You can tag me. I am at lduclose, E-L-L-D-U-C-L-O-S on all social media platforms. I am sending you all of my love. Until next time.